Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, August 2nd. Voters are voting. Primary season kicks back into gear with five states holding elections today. After a bit of a summer hiatus, we are going to see a really critical month in the primary battles that are going to give shape to the 2022 midterm elections. Five states, Kansas, Washington, Missouri, Michigan, and Arizona, have voters heading to the polls to participate in primary contests. And what we're going to see today, I think, actually speaks to some of the larger themes that we're going to see play out all fall leading up to Election Day on November 8th. So one of those big themes is about the very sanctity and integrity of our democracy. There are Republicans who are running for positions of authority over elections who are committed to former President Donald Trump's continued lies about the 2020 presidential election. So there is sort of the democracy piece uh, that is on the ballot today, and we're going to see that most critically in two battleground states, Arizona and Michigan. A couple other themes to watch. Donald Trump's sway in the party continues to be a big thing we look at inside these Republican primary contests, and that will be the case today as well. Specifically, there are three of the Republicans who voted to impeach Donald Trump in the House of Representatives in the aftermath of January 6th last year who are facing Trump-backed challengers in their Republican primaries today. That includes Peter Meyer in Michigan and two Republicans out in Washington state. So we will see that part of Donald Trump's sway, if indeed he can actually remove members of Congress on his revenge tour, but also his overall endorsement scorecard. Do the candidates who won Trump's endorsement emerge victorious? That is on display today. But I want to begin actually with another critical issue on the ballot, and that is in the state of Kansas today. This is where we are going to see our first electoral test following the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe versus Wade, which could give us our first clue about who does this kind of an issue on the ballot motivate? Democrats, Republicans, abortion rights advocates, those who are opposed to abortion rights? The question on the ballot is a bit of a convoluted one. But if a majority of voters vote yes, that is going to result in the state constitution being amended to say that it, quote, does not require government funding of abortion and does not create or secure a right to abortion. So indeed, if yes wins in Kansas, we anticipate state lawmakers there are going to move quickly to enshrine some kind of ban, maybe an all-out abortion ban or, or something shy of that. If indeed the no vote wins, that may be a sign that this motivated Democrats to come out of the woodwork in a state where far more Republicans live, Kansas, and far more Republicans participate in primaries usually uh, than do Democrats in Kansas. So that'll be a very interesting dynamic to watch there. As for sort of the democracy on the ballot piece of today's primary, there is probably nowhere where that is more in focus than in the great state of Arizona. Here we are seeing a couple of different contests at play here. There is the race 
to replace Doug Ducey, the current sitting Republican governor in Arizona. And this is another one of those contests on the Republican side that splits the establishment from Donald Trump. So Mike Pence, Trump's vice president, and the incumbent, Doug Ducey, are on one side of this equation. They are supporting Karen Taylor Robeson. For his part, Donald Trump is backing Carrie Lake. She's a former television anchor, and she is a firm denier in the 2020 election results, and she still stokes election fraud fears today. Lake told reporters at an event last night she's confident she's going to win and that the only way she will lose is if there is, quote, cheating going on. Listen to Carrie Lake on stage last night. The only way they can win is if they load up the voter rolls with dead people, people who've moved, and imaginary friends. Also in the Arizona Secretary of State's race on the Republican side, Trump has endorsed another 2020 election denier, Mark Fincham, who not only denies the election, but attended the January 6th Stop the Steal rally in D.C., putting him on an opposite side of the equation than Mike Pence and Doug Ducey, who have endorsed businessman Bo Lane. I mentioned the impeachment 10, those 10 Republicans who voted to impeach Trump, and Peter Meyer, one of them, a Republican from Michigan who is in the fight for his political life in today's Republican primary, has been spending the last week of his campaign really lashing out at Democrats. Why is he lashing out at Democrats in a Republican primary? Well, that is because Democrats have actually been pouring money into this Republican primary to try and elevate his Trump-backed opponent, John Gibbs who served, by the way, in the Trump administration. Gibbs is an election denier, so that sort of fits the bill of some of Trump's endorsements here. But Democrats believe he'll be easier to beat in the fall if he's the nominee. So Democrats are playing with fire here. They're meddling in a Republican primary. It may emerge that a 2020 election denier actually walks away with the nomination and then is really in contention to become a member of Congress. And Peter Meyer is using that as a way to rally conservatives, he hopes, to his side in the primary. Give a listen to a recent radio ad from his campaign. Pelosi is trying to fool West Michigan conservatives into voting for Gibbs. Why? John Gibbs is not vetted. John Gibbs, another politician bought and paid for by Nancy Pelosi. The other two Republicans who are incumbents and voted to impeach Donald Trump facing Today, Trump-backed challengers in their primaries, Jamie Herrera-Butler and Dan Newhouse, both from Washington state. The other big Michigan contest to watch is the Republican gubernatorial primary. It's been a bit of a mess. Democratic incumbent Gretchen Whitmer is running for re-election, and she was seen as one of the most high-profile targets for Republicans to sort of take out this year. They've got the inflation and economy causing real concerns for voters. It's in a real battleground state. Biden's numbers are down there. Republicans saw a real opportunity there, but they've had a mess of a primary. In the closing days, Donald Trump endorsed Tudor Dixon, and she had also been backed by Trump's education secretary, Betsy DeVos, a big family of political Republican money in Michigan, the DeVos family. So Dixon now seems to be heading in as the favorite tonight, but it is not clear that Whitmer is as endangered as she once was considered to be in this race. So watch who emerges from the Republican gubernatorial primary in Michigan tonight. And finally, there's that Senate seat in Missouri. You know, Roy Blunt is retiring and it is a crowded Republican field. And 
the scandal-plagued former governor, Eric Greitens, was leading much of the field throughout most of this year. A couple recent polls out there suggested that may be slipping after establishment Republicans started pouring in money to take Greitens out because they think his past scandals, I mean, he resigned his office as governor, would be too much baggage. And if he is the nominee, they fear in this ruby red state that Democrats could actually make a play. And again, the Senate's only 50-50, folks. So Republicans want to make sure that the easy ones remain the easy ones. And that should be the case in Missouri. Donald Trump had been flirting with an endorsement of Greitens for quite some time. And Mitch McConnell and his allies and others in the Senate were just really hoping that Trump would stay out of this race. Well, yesterday he made his endorsement. After hemming and hawing, he decided to endorse, quote, Eric. Well, isn't that clever? Eric Schmidt is the attorney general. He's running in the race. And Eric Reitens is that scandal-plagued former governor. He's running in the race. So basically, they both got to claim Trump's endorsement because he only used the first name, deliberately kind of giving his last-minute support to both of them, also probably diminishing the real impact that his support can have. But we'll watch that one carefully tonight as well. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.